All right, lead heads, we are back with another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. I'm your host, hopefully with the most lefty, and uh, winding the year down. We're uh, mid-November. Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas is coming up. We've got lots of cheer and joy to give away to you leadheads, and it's going to continue in this episode with our guest, who I'm getting ready to introduce. And if you've been watching our social media, you know who it is, and I know you're excited about it. But before we do that, make sure you go back to our previous episodes. We just dropped the AK Corner as you're listening to this. This is the Season 3, Episode 11. So we only got one more episode of Season 3 left for the AK Corner. And hopefully we're going to have a Season 4. But that's up to you, Leadheads. You have to get in touch with our sponsors and people who advertise with us on that and let them know how much you enjoy it. I know you tell me, and I appreciate that. But you got to let them know so they know that they're getting their money's worth in backing us on that. And I know they have fun doing it too, but if they're not getting a return on it, you know what they say, money talks. So go show them love on the social meds and buy their products. Seal One, Mission First, Occam Defense Solutions, Factory 47, all those guys. IWI, which we're going to have a big announcement about IWI and all those people, and then some that I just mentioned. So make sure you go back, listen to those episodes, and even our guests that we have on, because a lot of them give their social needs and in contact, and go back and let them know how much you appreciate them being on, or if you have questions, they said something that sparked a question, uh, shoot them an email or a private message or something there on the Grams or Facebook, and I'm sure they'd be happy to answer your questions there too. And I always am. And you know you can get in touch with me, talkinglet.gmail.com. I uh, get emails from you leadheads all the time, and I greatly appreciate it. I got one here just recently um, from Jason Edgar, longtime listener of the show. Uh, since episode, I think he said since episode two. I don't know what happened to him missing episode one, but ever since episode two, he said he's been a leadhead. And he wanted to reminisce and go back and get some of our old episodes. And there's like a there's like a chunk missing from like between like four to six or eight or something like that. So I got to go back and see what's going on with that. But episode one is still there. I checked it. If you go to Spotify, it's like the very first episode. But I'm not encouraging you to go back and listen to those because I sound stupid back <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> uh, it, you know, it's been a journey. We're, we're, we're coming up on our 10 years of talking lead, and that's due to you lead heads and all the, the support. You know, I wouldn't do this without you guys. So thanks for the participation and everything that we do on social media, the likes, the comments, letting people that you know about uh, the show, letting, you know about, letting them know about the show. We appreciate that. And that's how we're going to grow and get bigger because, you know, we got – Nothing but everybody against us. The social media is against the firearms community. And we get shadow banned left and right. You know, we had James on, James Richardson of uh, 1776 on. And it's even gotten worse from then since we had him on the last episode. And he was talking about how, uh, you know, their accounts have been shut down several times. Well, they've done it again. They've gone and shut every one of their accounts on Facebook, Instagram, 
all that down again. And, you know, our, our industry relies as much, if not more than these other industries that they allow to do all the, the boosting and posting that they do, but yet they, you know, based on their algorithms and their, their do's and don'ts, we makes it almost impossible for us to do it. So it's listeners like you, supporters like you that help us, that help our sponsors, that help our friends of the show by going and resharing our post, liking our post, commenting on our post. That helps combat those, those algorithms out there that they have. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I want to introduce our guest. This is his actually second time on the show, and I was just talking about the one with 1776. He joined us for that episode, too. We've got Chad Smith with Flatline Fiberco joining us today. Chad, welcome in. What's going on, Lefty? What's going on, Leadheads? How's it going? It's going great. So you, you kind of left us hanging on the last episode with this this new product you know, you, you got <laughs> yeah. you got this new thing coming out, and you know, I was trying to get you to tell us about it, and you're like, "Nope, I'm going to save that for November." Well, it's November, and it's out, and we're excited to talk about it today, and we're still going to make them wait a little bit. Don't tell them what it is for those okay. for those who haven't been you. watching social media. Um, we're going to talk about that coming up. Um, but Chad, just quickly reintroduce yourself to our listeners, if you would. Hey, I'm Chad. With uh, I'm the owner of Flatline Fiber Co. Um, we're a small business located south of Atlanta, Georgia, in Locust Grove. Um, we make we specialize in uh, making nylon, high quality nylon gear. There you go. And you know what I forgot to do as we're talking here? I didn't. Hit, I didn't hit record. Record on our video. Uh oh. I'm going to start <laughs> recording that right now. So for those watching our video, hey, we, welcome. <laughs> I started it late, uh, so <laughs> so go listen to the podcast to get the first part of the show. Um, but you didn't miss a lot. You didn't miss a whole lot. You just missed me rambling. So you're probably thankful if you're watching the video. But uh, for our video crowd, Chad Smith, Flatline Fiber Co. joining us and. Uh, he did. He did a little intro of himself there. But we're gonna, we're going to find out more about Chad as we keep going. Yeah. But first, we've got to take care of some jack wagons, man. I've just been itching to do this, and I know you have too. So let's let Gunny roll that train in, and let's take care of some jack wagons. And we're going to honor some heroes. We got a, a hero or two that we want to recognize. So Gunny, bring that train in. Hoorah, simplify, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. All right, the train has stationed. And I know the big thing that's on everybody's mind, and I don't, I haven't really talked about it much, uh, but it's the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. And just what a, a freaking... There's just so many adjectives that I could use for that. Embarrassment to our legal system being the, the top one that comes to mind. Train wreck. Uh, train yeah. wreck, clown show, uh, just a disaster. Yeah, clown show for sure, man. For, and the prosecution is, is who we're talking about there. Um, and I know that all of our listeners, all you guys are in the know. I don't have anything new to tell you 
about the trial, but Chad and I are just going to kind of give our opinions as we talk through this. Um, the prosecution for this trial is our jack wagon. You know, we're throwing them definitely on the jack wagon train for so, 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 so many reasons. So many reasons. The memes, <laughs> I mean, it's been a meme heaven for people who do the memes on this trial. With It that, really has. With with the, was his name, Binger? Mm-hmm. And for anybody who's watched Game of Thrones, they're calling him Little Binger. <laughs> like like little finger from the Game of Thrones, which he does That's, look like that guy. He really does. Yeah, they could be That's brothers. Funny. He's that is funny, man. <laughs> they're calling him Little Binger. Um, but I'll let you start off. I'll, I'll, what what's your list of Jack Waggeriness that he's done? Man, just um, you know, like the the. I guess they had to put him on the stand. I may, maybe not. I guess, but just uh, you know, the the guy that that Kyle blew his half of his arm off or whatever. Um, you know what a you know they coached that kid so much it was ridiculous. Um, yeah. But not only that, uh, yesterday when the judge just reamed him from top to bottom, uh, you know, uh, because of the way that he was behaving and the way that he was cross-examining and stuff was just amazing i i I thought the judge uh did an outstanding job um you know standing up to that basically yeah well i mean there were there were several points where i think where the judge and the defense both should have stepped in many more times oh yeah but I, i think maybe at that point they were just like I mean, they, I don't think they can well, even believe what this guy was doing. It, it was like a he was like a train wreck himself, you know. He was just, <laughs> you know, falling all over himself. Um, so, but yeah, the the kid just admitting basically that he was the attacker. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, how Rittinghouse he basically just explained self defense is what he did. Yeah, he, you know, he made the so. case for the defense for him. Correct. Yeah, he just made it super easy. Yeah. So I pulled up some of the memes for the people on the video here. Um, <laughs> a lot of them are Kyle. I'm trying to find one with Little Binger with his uh, – so mine is when he, when Binger f- muzzles the jury. Oh, with, oh my With God. the AR. I mean, that's got to be – like the biggest jack wagon move ever. Well, he makes someone else check that the firearm is clear. I think the bailiff or whatever he asked, you know, clear, yeah. clear, like three times. Yeah, and then he gets the weapon in his own hands, and he doesn't even check it himself, and then he nope. points it towards people and puts his finger on the trigger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, puts his yeah. booger puts hook his on the, the bang switch. Let me do. Oh man. Let's see if I can find Binger meme. Yeah. Oh, look at him. <laughs> I mean, I've heard people say that he wasn't pointed at the jury; he was pointing at a wall. Whatever, dude. But but, but the matter. fact that he was doing it in this courtroom, there's no flag. There's no safety flag in there in the chamber, no chamber flag, which that should have been there. 
Um, check out check out the the second one, the very Alec Baldwin School of Gun Safety valedictorian. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! That's speaking perfect, of, speaking of jack wagons, yeah, yeah. And he's got his chicken wing out there. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was great. Uh, so it looks good. Perfect textbook of of buffoonery there on how to handle a firearm. Uh, yeah, just just made Kyle Rittenhouse look like he was a you know twenty year vet in the military, right? Or so uh, just slews and slews of things here that. Another thing uh, I got to bring up is when he was saying that Kyle lost the right to self-defense when he brought a gun. <laughs> I to, didn't even, to the, I didn't see that, but I, I read something about that. And yeah, it was I, something along the lines of because he brought the gun, he was provoking, and he said he pointed it. At some point in time, he pointed it at somebody, which I don't think they proved that he did that. Uh, but in that in his closing arguments, that he lost the right to self defense when he brought a gun to a fist fight. <laughs> so it's a fist fight. Yet yeah, there, there's a skateboard involved. There's a dude that that uh, jump kicks and uh, kicks him down, throwing and then the, throwing some unknown objects at him. They say right. it's a bag. You know, they never. And then check. the next guy's got a Glock. So yeah, yeah, it sounds like a fist fight to me. Not really. It sounds like a mob yeah. attacking someone is what it sounds like to me. But that's not the saying. The saying is, "Don't bring a knife to a gunfight." <laughs> you know. Right. Exactly. It's, yeah. So what the sure. what the saying means is. You know, you always want to be better prepared than the other person for a fight. Correct, correct. Which this guy completely ruined that saying too. So, uh, I yes. don't know if you know, and I don't know. I don't know if this was discussed any, uh, more than what I saw it was. But I thought that um, I thought that the defense did a, or the people on this on the stand did a poor job on explaining the reason they had rifles um because the prosecution kept arguing that they were defending a building with their rifles that their intent was to defend a piece of property with their rifles and i i think they you know they they kind of said it but it was more of a show of force it was kind of a deterrence for them to their presence to be there mm -hmm. and then the rifle was there to protect themselves i think that that's what Absolutely. everyone should have said sure um i agree but, and i was biting my tongue the whole time that they were saying that you know right right i mean because you know uh of course if you're like off in a distance and you see somebody you know burning your building down you're probably not going to be shooting them because you're but they're burning your building down but if they are breaking into your building and you are inside of the building and they are armed, then you have a right to, or even if they're not armed, you still have a right to defend yourself. Yeah, if and their intentions gonna, if are malice and harm, right, and you're in right. their way and they're going to harm you to get to the property, then, right. then yes, absolutely. And you're defending yourself, yeah. not a piece of property. You're defending yourself. So right. I thought they 
they kind of missed an opportunity there, but that's that's fine. I think that there's enough going good for the um, for the for Rittenhouse that it should be fine. Well, you know, I hope so. We're going into what the fourth day now, so I think they've I think they've deliberated or they've uh, the judges shut them down for the day. Yeah, they shut. They're shut down right now. Yeah, they. Uh, I, I, word is the jury is is scared of repercussions. Well, that's you know, another of, thing, of, and I don't know if this is true, but I heard that they weren't sequestered. The jury wasn't sequestered. Mm. Well, you yeah, I think don't know. they would be, but uh, I've heard. I don't know. I'll have to check that. Uh, which means that they have been able to get on the news and watch the news and the media and the social media. and. Well, he tells them every that. day that they can't do that. Um, and then they were brought in in a, uh, an un, you know, a, a van that has this blacked out. You know, you can't see in it, all that good stuff. But I don't know what they're doing outside of that, you know. Let's see. Legal definition here. Sequester. To keep separate or apart in so-called high-profile criminal prosecutions involving major crimes, events, or persons given with uh, given wide publicity, the jury is sometimes sequestered in a hotel without access to news media. The general public or their families accept under supervision in order to prevent the jury from being tainted by information or opinions about the trial outside of the evidence in the courtroom a witness may be sequestered from hearing the testimony of other witnesses commonly uh, called being excluded until after he she has testified supposedly to prevent that witness from being influenced by other evidence or tailoring his or her testimony to fit the story of others um it's saying that uh, they are not being sequestered which is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell me that that's not going to influence their decision one way or the other. Well, I mean, either I, way. I, I, I feel like the um, just what has already occurred in Kenosha mm -hmm. is enough for them to be worried about the city burning again and them worried about businesses being burned and destroyed. So but that should have nothing to do with their decision. It shouldn't, but it's going but to. Are they from that area? That's I don't know. Did I, they pull them either. from somewhere else? But either way, they're still going to be worried. You know what I mean? If they're Americans, well, they're going to be they're worried gonna, about. They're going to have that in the back of their head because they care about people. Well, they're going to you know have their I mean? their own personal safety also that they're going to be concerned about. And this jack wagon, another jack, another jack wagon, the MSNBC reporter that that followed the jurors' bus. And was taking pictures. Yeah, that's ridiculous, man. So, that's ridiculous. Like that guy definitely have, should have charges brought on oh, against yeah. him. Um, but something tells me that that's not going to happen. No, uh, but, uh, well, the judge banned MSNBC from the courtroom. Big, big whoopee. But yeah, that guy should have criminal charges brought up uh, on him. Yeah, he should. I mean, they should hold him accountable. Um, that, but. I don't know, man. I just don't see because he's part of the agenda. So I don't, you know, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, well, he's not part of the legal agenda. Hopefully, well, right, right, right. Uh, well, he's but part yes, of, definitely he's part the of media, the, left wing media agenda. Yeah, 
no doubt Correct. about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're still in limbo. We're waiting on a decision there, one way or the other. But I, I just I strongly feel that the jury is being influenced by outside sources, and there just needs to be a mistrial all around on this one, and thrown out and, and, and not retried. Thrown out, yeah, and I, I forgot the word for it. Uh, they were going over the guns and gadgets was going over that today. Uh, uh, what kind of mistrial you would want in something like this? Yeah, where um, there's a couple different kinds. One that could be retried, and one that cannot be retried. So, because yeah. um, I I wouldn't want uh, Kyle to have to go through any more than he's already gone through. I don't uh, want to be any of with those you. people to have to go through anymore. No one should have to go through. It should have never made it to trial to begin with, with this lame mass evidence that they that they presented. Uh, yeah, that well, blows me away. That here's that another thing that freaking v- FBI drone <laughs> right? flying around with this freaking awesome footage. Yeah, high definition. Fo- yeah, yeah. There's photos. Uh, a million photos there's a million cell phone videos i mean how more cut and dry could it be man i don't get it um i mean well we get actually actually you know i do get it we get it you know yeah we know why but you know if the legal system was the legal system then this should have never seen the the light of day of court well you know somebody has to be the uh, scapegoat and stuff you know so yeah i got it i got it but speaking of trials and what somebody who should go to trial, the Alec Baldwin shooting, yes, I'm talking about it again. I'm going to follow this closely. There's been a lawsuit finally uh, brought up, and I'm pulling it up here. So the, the Russ script supervisor sues Alec Baldwin producers crew over fatal set shooting. So here's our first of probably many lawsuits that are coming to light here. Just Stri- a lawsuit though. Well, it's just a lawsuit at this point, you know, so those are building up while I guess they're still doing the evidence to see if it needs to go, you know, to, to criminal court. Script supervisor Mamie Mitchell on Wednesday filed a lawsuit against Alec Baldwin and other producers and crew members for the film Rust following the fatal onset shooting last month. The lawsuit filed in Los Angeles uh, of assault and intentional infliction of emotional distress. (laughs) She said Baldwin was not required to discharge the firearm that shot and killed cinematographer Helena Hutchinson and injured the director guy. Alec oh, Baldwin. Crap. Yeah. Alec Baldwin intentionally, without just cause or excuse, cocked and fired the loaded gun, even though the upcoming scene to be filmed did not call for the cocking and firing of the firearm. The lawsuit states. Oh, oh crap. Mr. Baldwin chose to play Russian roulette with a loaded gun without checking it and without having the armorer do so. Can you imagine if if Littlefinger's gun would have gone off in that courtroom? (laughs) Dude, yeah. Littlefinger. Littlefinger. So that's that's crazy. That's the first I've heard of that. 
yeah. that he that the scene didn't require that. That is insane. I cannot. Um, yeah, man, he should be in jail right now, like one hundred percent, without a doubt. He should be in jail right now, but that doesn't fit the narrative. Yeah, because he so. is who he is. Right. He goes on to say, I was stunned. I heard someone moaning. I turned around, and my director was falling backward and holding his upper body, she said. Mitchell then saw Hutchins fall to the ground and ran out of the wooden church set as she called 911 on her cell phone. In addition to Baldwin, who starred in the and produced the film, the suit names the film's other producer and production companies, Armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, First Assistant Director David Halls, Property Master Sarah Zachary, and others as defendants. I feel sorry for the Hannah Gutierrez-Reed chick because I think she was just in way over her head on this, didn't know what she was doing. I think it was her daddy's company or something. Probably, you know, I I mean... I do and I don't. Uh, you know what I mean? Because like, if you take on a responsibility, that's true. I feel like I feel like um, as a as an adult, you know, you 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 have to own up to your mistakes. And did she make a mistake by letting live ammunition onto the set? Yeah, she did. Supposedly. So, now they're claiming sabotage. What does she say? She she claiming, says that, yeah. She's so she was sabotage. never there when they were firing live ammunition is what she's saying uh, she was saying that someone intentionally put live rounds or switched out the rounds without her knowing okay all right well so but the, but didn't they didn't somebody else say that they were like having target practice in between scenes and crap like that like shooting stuff yeah i don't know yeah i don't know that sounds uh, interesting you know it's similar to i hadn't heard that one the Rittenhouse case where the uh, the owners of the business say and now claim that they didn't invite any of those people there to protect their business. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they're denying that, um, that they invited them there, and that they, they claim that they asked them to leave. So, Yeah, that's uh, a lie. But, you know. That's a lie. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Um, you know, people do weird stuff to save their own ass. Well, they do. <laughs> they do. Uh, and I've got, I think we've got a listener jack wagon here. When I made that post for your questions. Okay. Uh, we did a post uh, on Instagram like we do when we give awesome stuff away with our guests asking for your questions. And this episode's no different. And I'm stalling as I'm pulling up. <laughs> Uh-oh, what happened? Instagram. Yeah, what did somebody say? <laughs> uh, Jack Let's Wagons. See. Jack Wagon, here we go. Oh, okay. So, Dragon Daddy, Jack Wagon, prosecutor against Kyle for pointing gun at jury with finger on trigger. Yep. Uh, came here specifically to call out that guy. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Giddy up said. So, uh, got a couple more in agreement with that. With our nomination. I think we'll probably get a unanimous on that, on both of those yeah. nominations there. I think so. Um, but I'm I, and I'm sure there's a lot of other things going on in our world, and there's a lot more jack wagons. There's know. a ton, yeah. But this is, this is one of those things that's taking everybody's attention away from, 
you know what else is going on and you know this is my point with with the government and when they get shady shit passed by us is when stuff like this is going on so you got to keep an eye on what's going on over here with the left hand as the right hand's you know got the puppet doing the right puppet well show. did you hear that uh osha shut down the uh the vaccine mandate no did they yeah, OSHA set it, uh, shut it down while it's in like uh, while it's going through whatever. While they're dealing with all the lawsuits and stuff. Yeah, uh, OSHA went ahead and shut it down and said, "Nah, we're not. This is, I guess, on pause until you know they figure it out." So, so just after, OSHA you know, though. Was, the government hasn't lifted their mandate. Well, I'm right, right, right. I'm guessing OSHA came out and said you don't have to enforce this right now. So, um, so all those people they forced that got it and got sick, and some of them died. Oh well, right. too bad. So sad for them, huh? I guess so, man. I th- I, just, I I just think it's you know a lot of these large corporations that came out and uh, were super cowardly about it. Yeah, and uh, and and instead of standing up for what was right, you know, to begin with, yeah, um, they they took the coward's way out and um, did a lot of harm to their employees, in my opinion. Well, I've also in all kinds seen, of different ways. I've also seen in the news where um, the CDC has changed their stats, which with uh, on reporting of COVID cases, which is a lot lower. <laughs> Than what they had originally reported, and they've they've secretly gone in and changed those without making any kind of big announcement or anything. Uh, I mean, I don't doubt it, man. I mean, I think we've all kind of seen um, what's really happening, you know, just from our own experiences, you know, that uh, that things have been skewed and things have been blown a little bit out of proportion, um, you know. Yeah. So. A whole lot out of proportion, definitely. Yeah, we don't have to dive too deep into that. But yeah, uh, I th- I think this time of year is it's it's a we're talking about it. It's pretty great example of how um, it is blown out of proportion with major sporting events happening, and for some reason, major sport sporting events are not super spreader events. Yeah. Uh, um. So that's kind of oh. interesting. And I'm glad you said that because I got to go back and I got to get a jack wagon. The the NFL uh, for jumping on, um, what's that quarterback's name? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. Jumping on his case and just you know the cancel culture, the the bullies yep. come coming out and saying, "Oh, well, you should have got the vaccine. You're endangering everybody else." Blah blah blah. You got the COVID. Blah, blah. But yet the people that got the vaccines and still get and still have tested positive, which there have been several NFL players that have done that, a lot don't yeah. hear don't don't hear a word about them. Uh, so NFL, your jack wagons, your puppets, your jack wagon. So welcome to the jack wagon train. Um, <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers is my hero. He's my hero I- for standing up and telling them to suck a big ear of corn for. It's none yeah. of your business whether they've been vaccinated or not. He never said whether he was or he wasn't. Right, and he and he said he knew that going into it, like uh, everybody was on the same page. Everybody knew his status. Yeah, and he didn't think. And then he told, you know, he was like, uh, "Pretty much stand by what I said." So I mean, it, it you know, and he did. What are you going to do? And he did, you know, and and, and he's a freaking 
multi-millionaire, you know, football star. So like, what are they going to do to him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and, and he's, he, he's, a what's the, when somebody makes a lot of money for you, he's a, a money cow or what are they? Call oh them? yeah. 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 For yeah. the NFL. I mean, they, he makes the NFL millions and millions of dollars every year right. and his football team, billions of dollars, really. Um, just like, you know, Brady. Right. You know, they're not going to touch those guys. And I get it. To some extent, maybe he got a little preferential treatment, but the the fine and all that was just a knee-jerk reaction that the league did. Uh, I think he he was already back playing. What He just sat out a week or something. Right. Something yeah. just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and that's – He's still not know, wearing a mask, is he? <laughs> I'm pretty, right, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty it, sure he's still not wearing a mask. It doesn't uh, – yeah, it – it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know, I know that you and and you yeah. know that. But we got to call them out on the jack wagon. Train. Oh, we have to. Yeah, got to call them well, out, they- and we got to let them know when they're heroes. So, Aaron Rodgers, welcome to the Leadhead Brigade, heroes. And we've got a joiner for him. And I think I've added her on the hero train on train, the hero plane before Leadhead Brigade hero, Lead Force One, Lauren Bobert. And Lauren is a Republican from the state of Colorado. She's represented third congressional district. And she also, and I just found this out about her, she owns a a grill, a restaurant in Colorado. And guess what the name of the city is that she Where, has it? It's called Rifle. Rifle, Colorado. Oh, nice. That's actual an actual city. And her bar... Or her restaurant is called Shooter's Grill. Nice. How cool is that? That is awesome. That is that is awesome. And she encourages her uh, staff members to carry firearms. But why Good. why I'm putting her on here is she's been in the news lately for uh, during this Gosser censor. Uh, she came out and she just roasted. I don't know how many liberals. Uh, and she was just on point. Everything she was saying was on point, factual, and of course they all got butt hurt. And the uh, what did I call it? the squad members are after her now? You know they're out for blood, right? So they're they're coming, coming with their little yakety yak chicken clack, um, <laughs> and they're gonna peck her to death, I guess. I need to check that out. Yeah. That video. Yeah. So I'll pull it up here for our video uh, watchers. So this is Lauren. And I'll just read this Yahoo News. Uh, why why they're upset with her. Republican Lauren Boebert had made a speech from the House floor hinting at improprieties by Democratic lawmakers Republican Ilhan Omar included in a unhinged speech. Of course, I'm reading from a liberal news source here. Uh, from the floor of the House of Representatives Wednesday, Colorado Republican Representative Lauren Boebert called the censure vote of fellow Republican Paul Gosser a dumb waste of the House's time. But since the Speaker has Designated the floor to discuss members' inappropriate actions, she added, shall we? <laughs> so 
Bobart went on to refer to a Jihad squad member from Minnesota who paid her husband more than $1 million in campaign funds. The congresswoman was referring to a recent report from Fox News that Minnesota rep Ilhan Omar allegedly paid uh, some E Street group, the political consultory firm owned by her husband, Tim Minert. I mean, nobody seems a conflict of interest there. More than $2.8 wow. million. While not calling Omar by name, Bobert also said this member is allowed on the Foreign Affairs Committee while praising terrorists. I mean, she she was roasting them and just really calling them out on the floor as to what they are and what they've been doing. So you can, you guys can go and check this out. I'm not going to read this whole thing or or play the video, wow. but obviously um, she called him out. She called him out, but the liberal squad is out for blood. You know they're after her now. So watch out. Of course, watch out, uh, Bobert. I guarantee you, she's packing though. So yeah, she'll be fine. But of course, they get all their 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 crazed followers after them too. Right. So there you go. Welcome to the Lead Force One, Mrs. Bobert. I like that name, Bobert. <laughs> of course, she wasn't born with it. I guess that's her husband's name. All right, you got any heroes? Oh, man. Um, I would say, uh, you know, I guess you could call him a hero for sure. Uh, you know, we've talked about it already, but uh, Rittenhouse, man, he didn't have to go on uh, the stand but he 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 sacked up, you know, and he went on the stand and he told his story. And yeah, he broke down and whatnot. But the the kid's eighteen years old. He's still a kid, in my opinion. Yeah, and he went up there and told his story, kid. how yeah. it was. And then he he was super impressive on some of his replies to the uh, to the uh, prosecution from the prosecution. So yeah. good for him, man. I, I mean, it it takes a lot to do that. Yeah, and I don't fault him for and for breaking down and crying. And of course, the liberals, the anti-gunners, are saying, "Oh, what a stage! That was so fake. That was no, not a fake cry at all. You could tell, dude, just completely lost control." Well, you well actually, I would say he 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 couldn't control his 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 emotion. He was trying. But he he was trying so hard. Yeah. To continue speaking. And not cry. He yeah. was trying his best. That's what I'm saying. He couldn't you could control just it. Tell, like it, just yeah, the emotions was, just hit him. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine going through that. You know, that amount of stress. I don't ever want to. Yeah, so, I mean, but he didn't have to do that. No, but he wanted to give oh, his perspective. Another you know, jack wagon move. Another jack. When you now that you bring that up, the <laughs> prosecutors called those three guys that he shot heroes. What? Are yeah. you kidding me? No, called them heroes right there during his closing statements. These guys were heroes because they were trying to stop a active shooter. Kyle, calling Kyle the active shooter. Oh, my. I did, one's, I one's a child molester or something. They were all three had cr like criminal records, and he's calling them heroes. So, and we could go on and on and on. That's, about that, this show. that's ridiculous. Yeah, it, we could do a whole show it, on. Uh, it is completely on, ridiculous. Yeah, that is that is ridiculous, man. But no, I I definitely think Kyle is a hero for uh, doing that, man, for sure. Yeah. Well, definitely don't wish that upon anybody. And I'm hoping for 
I'm really hoping for that they they bring the verdict back as not guilty, because a, yeah, a no. mistrial then he doesn't get the satisfaction. You know what I'm saying? Right. Of a not guilty verdict. Right. But if I'm him, I will take a mistrial too. You know, <laughs> not I mean, to be retried. Not to be retried. Right. Right. Like you were saying, there's different there's different ones, but. Yep. All right, Gunny, get that train out of here and. The ghost of Charlton Heston is firing up Lead Force One. He's the pilot of Lead Force One. <laughs> I remember when you guys were picking out the name and, uh, and the pilot. That's That was hilarious. Hey, we run a fair show here. I let the listeners pick. We had a slew of, of other pilots, and that's who won. That was, I, that I was dig by it, far though. my favorite ones. So. Yeah, I kind of dig it. <laughs> Anywho, that's awesome. let's talk about this news that Flatline Fabrico is getting ready to drop on us. But first, I want you to talk about, let's talk about how you got started in this. Because I know that's going to be several of our, our listeners' questions as well. Is there yeah, one, oh, sure. you know, what, what made you get into this designing slings, designing dump bags, the Ear Pro um, cushions wraps. that you've got? Yeah, the wraps. Yeah. I like their cushion because they're soft. I like them. Yeah, they are. They are. They're comfortable. They're comfy. Coffee on the night. Um, <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, man, I started, uh, I came up with uh, Flatline Fiber Co. Um, late 2018. Um, we, I, I started, I say we, uh, but I, I, I came up with the idea to, uh, to start this because uh, I have good friends over at uh, a company called Blue Alpha. So Blue Alpha makes EDC belts and duty belts and double belt rigs, that kind of stuff. Um, I didn't know anything. Well, I followed them on Instagram, and um, I was at work one one night. Uh, I I'm an aircraft mechanic. Um, that's what I went to uh, college for. Nice. Got my degree and, in aerospace uh, administration. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I was working night shift and. Uh, Got in, a, got in the truck, heading to an airplane, and was sitting next to a guy, uh, a new guy, new to the department, right? So we just started talking, and um, I don't know what, wh- why we started talking about firearms, because that's what guys talk about, I guess. Um, <laughs> so we started talking about guns. It's our default and, conversation, right? Right, right. That's the easy one. Um, and the guy was like, oh, I own a belt company. You know, we make EDC belts and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, what's the name of your company? He said, oh, it's Blue Alpha Gear. And uh, I, I was just like, no way, that's awesome, dude. So, you know, every night that we would work together, um, we would talk about business. And um, and then we started talking about, um, uh, you know, me possibly starting a business. And he was inc- very encouraging on me starting uh, a business. And it just so happens that my uh, my dad and my grandfather – um, did automotive upholstery, so they had industrial sewing machines. Um, convenient. And my, yeah, they, I had access to those, um, so my dad gave me one, and um, the rest is history. Kind of, I started off in my garage by myself, um, just churning away. Um, the first product uh, to kind of launch the brand was the Ear Pro Wrap. So okay. right there um, is the Ear Pro Wrap with a lanyard. Um, so I went with Jesse and Kurt of Blue Alpha to a, a, an event called the IV88 Range Day 
Um, that's where you and I got in touch with one another, I Lefty. I think um, I've been to one or two of those. Yeah, right? <laughs> so my first one was in 2018. Okay. Um, and that's when I came up with this product, the uh, EarPro Wrap. So it's a wrap that goes over your EarPro, um, mm-hmm. but I put a lanyard in there um, because I saw a lot of people walking around with their EarPro wrapped around their arm or their leg whenever the range was cold. Yeah. And I was, and I saw, a, I saw a problem and I wanted to come up with a solution because that's just the way that my brain works. Yeah. Um, and that is a practical solution right there. Yeah. So that's the solution I came up with. That was the very first product, um, that kind of launched the company. And I still very much like that product. Um, I do want to go revisit it and improve on that design. Um, but it is still a very, very cool product, and it's very useful. Yeah. So it has a lanyard in, uh, built into it. So whenever you're not wearing your EarPro, you can pull it off. You can pull this lanyard that has a metal clip on it, and like an HK clip, out of its pocket, and then you can clip it onto your belt uh, for safekeeping, or you can clip it onto your range bag or whatever so you don't forget your EarPro at home. Um and so it, the lanyard does stow away into a little pocket, um, so it's not going to be banging around and hitting you in the head when you're running around the range or whatever. It does stow away. Um, so that's a really um, that was see what, what how I like it about that is like, that that is an innovative product right there. That's not thanks. That's not like trying to find a solution to a problem that doesn't exist, like. You see a lot of things like I was at a, uh, an event here recently down in Georgia, the BDU, the Big Daddy okay. Unlimited shoot. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to say what it is, but there was a product there that the guy was so proud of. And yeah, it probably has its applications. But okay. I was like, dude, you, you, you're trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist. Kind of kind of thing where this... This is actually something that, you know, is like, oh, yeah, I, I do need that. That is something that, you know, I'm always dropping my ear pro or, you know, it hurts hanging in it, you know, on the top of my head or whatever. So when you're not using it, you it, just clip it on your belt or whatever. I love that. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that was the problem that I was having um, is uh, I was wearing it on top of my head, and I still do sometimes because yeah, <laughs> it's just habit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, when you're going to put it right on back on. Yeah. But that, and that's what you do. Right. You're going to pop it right back on. No need for that. But if you're done, range is cold, clip it on there. You don't have to worry about laying it down, forgetting where you left it or anything like that. Clips right on your range bag. So it takes up less right. space inside. So you don't have to put it in your range bag. I can put other stuff in there. I like it. Exactly. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. So that was th- that was the product that kind of started, uh, started the company, launched the brand, um, and then, uh, I saw another, an, another kind of an issue that I had anyway, it, it wasn't necessarily an issue that everybody else thought existed. Um, but it was a problem that I had and that was with, uh, rifle slings. I just couldn't yeah. find one, um, that I liked very much to be honest with you. Um, they were either too big and bulky or, um, you know, too heavy or they had metal clanging around on them or did too many Uh, things that they didn't need to do. (laughs) Yeah. Like going from, you know, two point to single point to having, you know, 17,000 adjustments and a bunch of hardware (laughs) hanging off of them. Right. 
I just wanted something that was nice and clean yeah. and slick. Which those have know. their place. Those slings have their place. But I, yeah, I they, they absolutely do. But for me, um, I just have, you know, run-of-the-mill AR-15s and, you know, maybe a couple smaller things and whatnot. So I don't need anything extravagant, right? Yeah. Um, and so where I saw an issue was with all the padded slings – they were out there that were designed for like AR-15s and AKs and stuff like that. Uh, the padding on them w- was like super wide and super big and bulky. Right. Right. So I wanted something that was streamlined, but that still offered some nice some nice cushion. So what I did is I I took uh, I started off using uh, neoprene, which is which has some really nice. Uh, you know, comfort to it, nice and squishy, but I made it that pad an inch and a half wide. Mm -hmm. So the webbing on our slings are one inch wide. And then I made the padding just slightly wider than that. Um, and I made it thicker. So it it still offers a nice minimalist streamlined design that it's not going to catch and hang up on stuff, but it still offers some comfort. So, and how did um, you come up with that thickness, that wideness, not thickness, but wideness? Because everything else was two inches to two and a half inches wide. And yeah. I didn't like that. So, you just wanted so really, a when I designed slim. the sling, I designed it around what I like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, because it, most, most of these this kind of stuff, when it comes to accessories and stuff, gear, uh, is it's, it comes down to preference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Variety, man. Because everybody's yeah. body is different. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for and sure. Especially and that, and that, with that slings. That goes to another thing is that our slings come with a ton of material, um, and people think, well, my sling doesn't fit my rifle. Well, there's a ton of adjustment in that, yeah. and you can so it can fit, you know, seven foot tall people or five foot tall people, um, or big and round or short and skinny or yeah. whatever, without having to cut it. Without having to cut it, yeah. yeah. And you've got yeah. a great video on your YouTube channel. Where you go and you demonstrate um, how to fold it, how to measure it for for the length that you want. Yeah, for sure. And, it, and it's uh, that's how you set it up on your rifles, kind of preference too. But then I show you how to how to stow some of the material back on itself so that uh, you can use it for that rifle. If you want to pull it off of that one, use it on a longer gun. Then you can pull that excess material back out and readjust it. Um, so we plan on working on some newer uh, tutorials and videos that are hey guys, a bit higher quality and whatnot. But um, so this right here, this video was when we were in my garage. Um, so you know yeah, what we I started. S- I said a few episodes back. Sorry to interrupt you, but it just made no, me think. Um, you talk about people who like just start their companies up. He's like, I just started it in my garage. He's like, thank God for right. whoever invented the garage. <laughs> because <laughs> right. think of all the inventions that we would have missed out on had it not been for the garage the gr- the garage <laughs> and, a, and a man that likes to tinker yeah and right. whiskey <laughs> right so yeah that, that's videos showing how you it's uh our slings are open-ended that's another thing um so you can adapt and you can literally put this sling on any kind of rifle or gun you want to put it on because you can open it up, you can put QDs on it, you can put run paracord through it, you can run uh, HK clips. Really, 
however you want to attach it to your rifle, you can do that. You know, or or just nothing. You can just you know find a good place in your rifle and put it there. Yeah. It just all comes down to preference. But you have the option. Uh, you have a ton of options with this, right? Yeah. I, like, um, I like another options. thing that I'll go ahead. I said I like options. Oh yeah, you got to have options, right? Um, so another thing that I wanted was a quick adjust, uh, quick adjustment on it, so you can adjust it on the fly. So you can um, tighten the sling up, bring it closer to your body. Right. Um, if you if you got to use your hands or whatever, or you can loosen it up so you can bring your rifle up and be a little bit more free with it. Swim out of it, whatever you right. know. Yeah, I've been playing um, around. So playing around with mine, and uh, it's just. Again, it does, it does what you need it to, and nothing more. You know, so right, you know, right. Everybody's got a preference on things that they need, and if you want a really good rifle sling, and the the material on this is really good too. Uh, the pad. Oh, the all width. of the material is made in America. The webbing is made in America. The hardware is made in America. The thread is made in America, and then we are, <laughs> of course, Georgia, a small baby. American business. Yeah, down in Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> just down the road a piece. Um, what? Now, so, what, yeah, man, we what, just... What, what city in Georgia is it? Locust Grove. How close is that to Fleming or Savannah? Uh, to Savannah, we're like three hours. Three hours? Okay. Yeah. That's the area yeah. that I was in. Uh, I thought about hollering at you while I was down there, but it was just pressed for time. And we actually did a tour of the Daniel Defense uh, facility. Oh yeah, while we that's were awesome. There. I would love to do that sometime. That's cool. Yeah. Um, do you know those guys? I do not. I'll introduce you. They're cool, cool cats. You'll. Uh, I do know uh, their media guy, but uh, that's okay. it. Uh, the rest of them, I have not met any of the other guys. Yeah, you'll get you'll get along with Jason and. And the guys there, they're cool. I'll introduce you. So let's do that. Let's talk about the new product. So we talked about the sling. We talked about the the Ear Pro Wrap. Yeah. So and now we've got um, drum roll, please. <laughs> so it is a dump pouch. So at first you're thinking, man, that's not really exciting, right? It's a dump pouch. If if you don't know what a dump <laughs> pouch is, guys. A dump pouch is almost like a trash bag that is on your side. So you seen those guys it, in the park with the little trash picker uppers and they're yeah. putting it in their little side thing. Right, <laughs> that's, that's what that's, that's a dump pouch. So um, if you're if you run a double belt rig or if you don't know what a double belt rig is or a duty belt, um, it's a there's kind of an inner belt that you can put on your on your waist. And then you can get an outer belt, or you can have a, a belt like that that just goes around your waist. It carries all your your uh, your magazines and all your pouches and all your medical, your sidearm, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you can use them in competition. You can use them in a uh, uh, as a law enforcement duty, you can use them yeah. in uh, military capacity. Uh, and, you know, LARPing, what in your ba mom's basement, whatever you want to do. Um, but a lot of guys run them. A lot of guys have them. Um, so it, your dump pouch is normally mounted to that belt to have um, a, just an extra means for storage, um, carrying some extra water bottle or something, or um, picking up shell case, casings, um, just 
extra extra storage, right? It's usually going to be somewhere toward the back. Right, right. You know, I hard, can show hard you. Hard to uh, get to. So normally, yeah, show yours. Normally, here's the back of mine. I got an IFAC kit. This is a medical kit for myself when I'm using this belt. Um, normally, here's your magazines, rifle mag, rifle mag pouches. Normally, your dump pouch is mounted this little empty spot back here, yeah. or this empty spot back here. So that normally puts your dump pouch. Um, on your back seven side. like your seven o'clock seven right eight o'clock somewhere around there or some, some guys run them at their <laughs> six o'clock too um so you really can't see in it you can't you're just kind of digging around you're you have to twist your body to get in it depending um, on what you're wearing if you got vest on i mean it's really hard to right to get back and if it. you know you kind of want to if, you, if you're going to bring extra stuff you want to be able to get to it so yep. what we did is ours actually it rolls up nice and tight like this but it mounts underneath your mag pouch so you can mount it here underneath your pistol mags or here or here under your rifle mags or you can mount it under a med, a med pouch um, but it rolls up nice and tight and stores under there so it's not taking up any extra real estate it's not taking up that little spot back here um, it's taken up the same spot that your mag pouch is. So I know you, you, you guys that are listening can't see this, but I'm just showing the inside of my belt so you can see how it is woven through yeah. Molly um, using the Malice clips. Um, so I use um, STAC mag pouches, and they're uh, woven through this Molly belt um, using Malice clips. So the, the dump pouch is, is woven in and out of those yeah um so you can then release the lanyard and the dump pouch unrolls and so it's made out of ripstop a really nice ripstop nylon mm -hmm. okay so if you guys are familiar with ripstop you punch a hole in it whatever it's not going to get any worse okay it's not going to self-heal or anything but it's uh it's not going to get any worse but you can That's you what, can sew it back up yeah, hence the name ripstop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a drain hole in the bottom, mm -hmm. so if you're working or training in the rain, uh, stuff can dr can drain out. There's also a uh, shock cord at the top, so you can cinch it nice and closed. Uh, if you want to put stuff in there, you don't want it to get. Uh, you want to cinch it closed, so whatever is in there mm -hmm. doesn't get stuff on it. The next cool thing that we did is so he's turning it inside put, out now yeah i'm listeners. just turning it inside out so the uh, viewers can see but we put some organization on the inside of it um so this hasn't been done either of these two things have been done with a dump pouch how it mounts and then the organization on the inside so there's an extra place for a rifle mag there's an extra mm -hmm. place um for two pistol mags mm -hmm. and then there's a place for um Chem light, a Sharpie marker, because if you're on the range training or whatever or working, you you should have a Sharpie marker for what for whatever you're doing. I mean, it, yeah. everybody has uh, carry Sharpies. So you've right? got admin so pouches in there. So yeah, so you can you could put so a water bottle organized. in there if you wanted to hold your yeah, water so bottle. So you can stay organized. Um, multi tools. You know, yeah, yeah. Put a multi tool in there. Um, that way. 
um, you're not just digging around in a pouch trying to f- hunt for what you what you need. Yeah, it's uh, and what's you can important. Have this stuff on organized. your body, yeah, while you're downrange doing your shooting, doing your training, instead of having to go back to your range bag and get a lot of this stuff too. Exactly. So when I realized that I needed a dump pouch was when I was on the range training in a rifle class and uh, I saw the instructor uh, pull a water bottle out of his dump pouch and I was like, man, I wish I had my water right now. And it was like 95 degrees outside, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He had his right there on him. So that was awesome. Um, I'm a civilian, by the way. So... um, I don't, I'm not using this for work, but for me, I'm on the range. This is what I use it for. I put empty magazines in but there. You're for a gun drills. guy and you train and yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, uh, I'm an American, right? <laughs> so, uh, I'm exercising my right to do so. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's really cool. It's got organization on the inside of it and the way that it mounts. We're super excited about it. And I say we, because this was designed with, uh, a really awesome instructor and friend of mine, John Dufresne of Kinetic Consulting. Uh-huh. Um, this is a project that we worked on together. He actually came up with the idea of how to mount it and a few other of the ideas. And I approached him about it instead of being a jack wagon <laughs> and uh, just stealing, stealing his idea. His idea. Yeah. Um, because he That's talked about idea. it on YouTube and, um, Instead of stealing his idea, I came to him and said, hey, man, let's co-brand this thing. Let's do this together. Um, Me, I can figure out how to make it. You can be the idea man, and we can bounce things off each other and come up with a cool product. And um, we're really excited about it. Um, I forgot to mention also this was something that he specified that he really wanted, is that you can fit a a Avon C50 gas mask in this thing. And it cinch it closed. Um, so for law enforcement, SWAT team dudes, all that kind of stuff, um, you can fit an Avon C50 in this thing um, and wear it on your side. So, yeah, that's John. Um, super cool guy. Um, really down-to-earth individual. Talk He's about a really his background. Great... Say it again? I said t- talk about – I don't think you mentioned his background, did you? Oh Don't no, uh, John is an uh, Army Ranger guy. He's uh, he's retired, or um, or he's left the military. I'm not sure exactly what his status is, but he is uh, he was an Army Ranger, um, and he got out, and now he is an instructor, and then dishing out really awesome uh, information to everybody that he can. So yeah, so super you got nice some, guy. He's, you had a nice consultant when when designing this and making this real world applications again uh a a lot probably a problem a lot of people didn't know that they had that you've just solved rather than right finding a solution to a problem that didn't exist uh you know this is quite the opposite of that and and there's no reason why you couldn't have two of these on your belt either so like say if you got your mask running in that one then you could have a you know a secondary dump pouch for um you know your mags or whatever else if you pick up brass I know a lot of people on the range will pick up brass and save their brass and they could just, you know, they could use these dump pouches for that too. Yeah. And you don't have to necessarily have a double belt rig to use one of these things. Um, I've also talked to people that want to use them for hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just use some one wrap material. And uh, this is a laser cut squadron material. And squadron is a uh, 
is a laminated material that's super strong and it's this is laser cut so it's um it's not going to uh, fray really bad and come loose on you but what you can do is take some one wrap velcro stuff and run it through here and you can literally strap it on anything you want to so you can put it on a plate carrier you can put it on just your regular belt that you wear while you're hunting mm -hmm. or whatever um, or your edc belt however you want to do it you could also add um, it to your range bag for an additional pouch for yep. your range bag I, i've got absolutely a couple on mine that i've i've done that with the dump pouches i've just additional storage space outside of my you know like you say trying to find stuff quick access where yep. i know i'm going to need it quick i just i put those dump pouches on there yeah absolutely man yeah and you know i like working with professionals and john is definitely a professional in the uh in the industry um like i said he's an instructor and then he knows what kind of quality product that I put out, um, that it's where we focus on super high quality products and good customer service and uh, lifetime warranty in all of our stuff. That's how we nice. prove that we produce a high quality product because I'm going to cover it for the life of the product for as long as you have it. Um, nice. So That's a good piece you know, of that, mind. Plus – just just looking at your prices, your prices are very affordable. You know this this well, that, could very well this could easily be, you know, a hundred dollar piece of kit right here with with all the additions that you've got on there. It could, in comparison to what else is out there and what we offer, ours yeah. offers um, uh, way more than the competition. And the cool thing about it, and is that we make everything in house. We don't source. That we don't source this stuff out, right? Yeah. So if you go on our website, that's why we only have uh, so many products. It's kind of like a boutique shopping, right? It's going to be, we, we only have like, what is it, like eight products or something like that because we make everything in-house and uh, we're never going to go out of stock of this stuff, guys, because we, we make it in-house. Yeah. So we wanted to offer um, something like that that everybody could uh, – get a, a nice American-made product that's uh, backed by a lifetime warranty, a good price, and, and we we offer free shipping. Um, oh, nice. And we, That's huge. Yeah, it really is, man. Um, you know, I think free shipping is big. I think it's uh, it, it, it helps a lot of people out. And so at a good price. It helps a lot of people decide, shipping. you know, on buying something too. I mean, I've, I've passed up a lot of things where – they're like, oh, I got to pay extra for shipping on this. And, you know, I was like, Pfft. right. So that's, I've turned it down that, and gone somewhere else, you know. I, I've done the same thing. And that's why I made that decision that, uh, to do free shipping, man. Because decision. to be honest, it does not cost that much money to ship stuff. Yeah. It just, it just doesn't. And it annoys me when I go to, you know, I went to go buy a lower parts kit out of, out of, uh, uh, I'm not going to name the company. Sure. Shipping was went, more than your parts. <laughs> it was supposed to be a really good deal because of they're supposed to have the best prices, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was good price. And I went to go check it out. And the shipping on a lower parts kit, and you know how big those little kits are. They're like this big. It Tiny. was going to cost me like $12. Ridiculous. $12. And so they're making money on shipping. Yeah. And so and I, the I money that you would save – 
the, you know, the, the price of the product, the money that you save, then it's like more than makes up for it in the shipping. So you're not saving anything. I right. get it, man. So, I get it. So I'm glad that you guys are doing that and you recognize that. And you know, hopefully you're not going to go broke uh, <laughs> from, from offering the free shipping. Um, to be honest, man, I can ship anything, you know, all over the United States and it's not going to break my leg because I do it. I, I just feel like it's a, I feel like it's the right thing to do, to be honest with you. Well, that's good. Uh, I appreciate that for one. Uh, well, I'm I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm a cheapskate. <laughs> I am. No, my, I get it, man. I am my mother's son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and and in comparison, you know, you can probably go on Amazon and buy a dump pouch that costs fifteen bucks, dude. But it it's going to be made in China, and um, the yeah, it's going to be crappy material. It's not going to last. You know, maybe crap, maybe crappy material. I don't, I don't really know, but um, you know. You know when you buy something from Flatline that uh, you're supporting a small business. You're directly impacting our business, the employees that we have, our families. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so and just I, I really dude. think after COVID, it really pushed more people to buying American-made goods, you know? Well, when we couldn't get them in, it kind of forced them to. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. Whatever they stuck at sea. Uh, which is a good thing, you know. That's a good thing. We need to be less reliant on other countries with a lot of this shit. But right, for sure. I, I get it. I understand. But I'm glad that you guys are doing this. And the dump pouches, guys. You know, we're talking about price. He's got them marked down ten dollars from from the normal sixty five dollars. They're fifty five dollars now. Well, this fifty five dollars sale is going to be ending. Um, as of Saturday morning, it's going to go back to these dump pouches are going to go to $65. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, but, but here we go. Using the leadhead coupon, you can save 10% off your entire order. So you can, you know, that's, you that go. should save you a pretty good. That's still $6.50 off the normal $65 plus whatever else you buy. Cause you're there not you going to just buy the dump. You're going to, you're going to get the, the trio. You should do a package deal, man. You should do a pouch, uh, the ear pro and the, the sling for Christmas. You should do like a little Christmas thing. Right. Cool. For sure. I dig it. Uh, but you mentioned that there's going to be a, a lead head discount code. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lead head. Lead head. Discount code should be lead head. Yep. There we go, and we set that up last episode, and and you gotta have to forgive me because I since we did our last episode, I've been traveling quite a bit. I've not had a an opportunity to to push and promote it, uh, but we we'll start doing that from this point forward. Awesome, uh, leadhead, and it's all lowercase, right? Correct. Lowercase leadhead, ten percent off any of your purchases at Flatline Fiber Co, and that includes discounted items as well. Yes, it does. And uh, you already get free shipping, so there you go. There you go. So you already got free shipping, so there's no excuse why you wouldn't go and buy these now, especially this time of year. These would make great gifts. You got a buddy. You got a brother. You got a, a friend. Uh, if you if you lady leadheads are listening, you, you, know, you got a husband, um, this would be a great present for them. And your husband's probably making you listen to this episode right now just so you could hear this. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you're not a shooter yourself, but dudes, men, for your for your wives that are shooters too, 
You've got different colors available. Talk about the different colors that you've got available. Yeah, for the dump pouches, we're doing uh, black, solid black, coyote, ranger green, which is my favorite, uh, standard multicam, and then multicam black. Um, with the other products, we have a lot more of a selection, but we just wanted to, to drop five colors of, of the most popular, our favorite colors for the dump pouch right now. Um, that way we can keep up with production. Um, Makes sense. Because these, these, they're not easy to make. Um, and a lot of this stuff is done by hand. Um, and so we just want to be able to keep up with, with demand. And right now, demand is super high. We're getting a ton of orders in there uh, right now. But we are doing our best, and we're cranking these suckers out. So. Well, hopefully the demand is so great that you'll expand. You know? That's the plan. Uh, you know, since um, – since, so we moved out of my garage into <laughs> a building. So we have an actual shop, a 3,000-square-foot shop. Um, this is an office that I'm in right now. So I have an office uh, slash studio. We're going to be doing YouTube videos here. Um, since then, we have, now we have um, – Three full-time employees and two part-time employees. Well, and three. Well, I'll say three part-time employees. Yeah. Um, so we're we've grown very quickly, and um, we hope to be able to hire um, a lot more people and just there continue to grow and expand, like you said. So lead heads be a part of the economy here in the United States. Help them grow, create jobs, and you know, in turn that just keeps feeding the system right yeah it's a the american dream right it's the american dream yeah and so just, just that, like talking lead right use that code leadhead and you're going to get 10 percent off at flatline fiber co so we do this little segment it's called facts to fight the myth and i think now it's time for the talking lead facts to fight the myth with chad smith in in relation to what we've been talking about today uh, and in particular, I guess the slings, you've got a uh, maybe a pet peeve or a myth that you would like to bust. So what is that? So I get a lot of comments and people wondering about the strength of our slings. Mm -hmm. uh, because if, if you can see or if you look at our website, they're made from a one-inch nylon webbing, so they're not very wide. And they're actually kind of thin, mm -hmm. right? Um, so the misconception is that, that our slings are not strong. Huh. Um, people think because they're thin and they're not very wide, they're not uh, big and beefy that they're not strong. And that's just something that I really, uh, would like to bust that myth because these slings are actually extremely strong. Are people going to be, be bungee jumping with these or... <laughs> Right, I don't do know if people want to repel, you know, pull pull their truck with it. You know, they get stuck in the mud. They yeah. need to pull their truck out or something. Yeah, get your rifle sling, hook it up. You know, <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah, I mean, honestly, ours <laughs> would probably do that too. Have I tried it? No, I haven't. Um, <laughs> but, but it's you not know, made in the yeah. in like uh, plastic, people think that because we're using plastic hardware that it's not strong. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Glock kind of blew that myth out of the uh, water because 
plastic is very strong. It doesn't have to be metal to do the job. Yeah. Right. And it's quieter um, than metal. Metal clangs. When you put right. this on your rifle, metal on metal, it clangs. Right. This is injection molded plastic, acetal plastic. It's super strong and durable. Um, we went through testing on these on these things to make sure that they're super strong. I didn't pay like a a, a lab or something, right? But I'll I'll get one of these slings and do pull ups on the on the back porch or whatever, hanging them from a rail, and then do pull ups. And this quick adjust tab, mm -hmm. lefty, it doesn't go nowhere. Yeah. It stays right there. Doesn't move. Okay. This webbing, it doesn't break. I right. bet you. I bet you a hundred dollars. If you did a, if you did a video, and you ran over it with a truck or, you know, something like that, a big four by four, uh, then that would just put everybody's minds at, at to ease. <laughs> I should do that. You know, you should I should do, do all kinds of silly stuff. Let a horse to show the strength of it. Yeah, let a horse walk on it. Uh. Right. I mean, I don't know. To be honest with you, uh, Lefty, I don't know what people are doing with their rifle slings. But what I use mine for is uh, to hold my rifle that weighs like eight pounds, nine, eight, nine pounds, right? Yeah. Put the optics uh, on there, you know, magazine. I mean, you might be up to 10 pounds, 10, 12 pounds. Right. You saw with Rittenhouse how important a sling is, right? It's to Absolutely. hold the rifle to your body. That's what it's for. And so I just wanted to bust that myth out. Um, that, uh, yeah, that just because bigger, better, bulkier, wider is not necessarily stronger or better, or better, yeah, or necessary. Yep. It's not necessary in my opinion. So if you feel that same way, then, well, you found the right rifle sling for you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and it's the right one for me. I like it. It's like you said, it's, it's kind of minimalist, you know, it's, it's exactly what you need and nothing more. Uh, but, yeah. but there are slings, there are companies that make those slings that are awesome and they're great. And if they're that's great. what you need, then there you go. You know, right. variety, there, there's really high quality stuff out there. Um, and it comes down to preference, right? So if we sound like we, we, you well, your know. quality is still high. You still have high quality with, with your products. Oh yeah. Uh, talk about, like I said, the, everything's made in America. So yeah. Talk about the stitching that you use. Um, because, you know, that's probably a lot of people are, you know, they're into that because, you know, they're talking about durability and strength and, and whatnot. Too. Oh, yeah. So the, um, the, uh, the thread that we use is like a, I think it's a T, T70 uh, thread. It's a super heavy duty thread um, that's used in like automotive upholstery. It's used in leather working. It's used in making backpacks, packs, um, all that kind of stuff. And like, all the hardware is, is held on with what's called a bar tack. So it's, I don't know how many stitches in the, is in this thing, but it's, it's over a, probably over a hundred stitches yeah. in this one little area right here that's packed in there. It's called a bar tack. So we use a bar tacker to do that. Um, everything's super strong. So yeah, we, we do use industrial quality machines, industrial strength thread and all that good stuff. I pulled up your YouTube uh, video earlier. Uh, do you have any videos of you actually going through and, and showing the process of you doing the stitching and, and putting one together? Is, does that exist? Uh, there's, a there's a couple on Instagram. 
Okay. We don't have any on uh, YouTube just yet, but that is something that we're going to put together. Yeah, I think that um, would be very kind of interesting. A, yeah, yeah, kind of like a, a manufacturing um, video. Would like be, a step that's something by I've been step wanting to do. Kind of thing. Yeah, showing. Yeah, showing how it's done. Kind of deal. I mean, you don't want to give away any secrets, but there, there's not any secrets. I mean, you could buy this sling and like cut the thread off of it and take it apart and figure out how I made it. You know, <laughs> so. The, the biggest thing is finding the people to do it and finding where to buy the materials and then figuring out how to do it. Sourcing and then by it. then, everybody else has quit. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like, I'm done. Okay. I'll I'm just done. buy yeah. his. <laughs> yeah. We're just, I've wasted too much time. Exactly. Well, let's do this now. Let's, um, let's take some listener questions. Let's go. Um, filled some ones maybe that we haven't answered yet. So go to Instagram, go to Facebook, and go to that post that I did there. I'll get to Instagram. All right, I'll pull up pull the Facebooks. And I'll let you uh, take the first question you'd like to field there. And just so you listeners know, we've got a giveaway that's uh, tied in with this. So they're, Flatline is going to be putting up a rifle sling and a pouch. Now, are we going to give two listeners one each, or are we going to give one both of them? How are we going to do that? We we can give we can uh, we can give both listeners both winners both items like so okay. give away four oh, two slings to... two dump pouches let's do that wow okay yeah <laughs> that's cool let's do that yeah there you go leadheads um, there you go. our our guest again taking care of you listeners so you better make sure you go and show Chad some love all right yeah we'd really appreciate it guys all right and this and this isn't the one what we're going to do is we're going to just do random. We're going to randomly pick after we um, read the questions here. I'm going to assign a number to everybody that, that took part, uh, and then we'll randomly do two numbers. And that's how we're going to pick the winners this time. So go so, ahead there, Chad. So I will pick on Instagram, um, PewPewRN. He says, love your slings and brace straps. What on the padded rifle sling was upgraded? So that's a good question because recently, probably the in the last month or so, we announced uh, some upgrades, some new changes to our slings, right? Um, so the, the padding on the sling has been changed to a newer a new closed cell foam that has a little bit more memory to it and it's a little stronger. Uh, I just went through some testing to try to decide on what new foam I was going to go with. Uh, we were using neoprene before. Um, this is a new, um, I can't remember the name of it right now. It doesn't really matter, but it's a little <laughs> bit more durable. Yeah. Um, and it has a more memory to it. So it's going to last a lot longer uh, under very heavy use. Um, again, there's everything's backed by a lifetime warranty. So uh, even if you have the older design, doesn't really matter. It's just it's still going to hold up just fine. Um, and on the new sling, we have our new tags. So uh, where it just has the Flatline logo and it does not say Flatline Fiberco mm -hmm. on the front of it. And on the inside, we have a hang tag. Nice. That you can kind of see there mm -hmm. that says Flatline Fiberco. And then we put the American flag. America. On the backside, made in the USA. Okay, made in Georgia. Made in Georgia. Hell so, yeah. 
that is the only difference in the new sling. That's what is upgraded, so we just made it better. We didn't make we didn't redesign it, we just made it better. Mo better. Like it. I like it. I'll read one here. This is from uh, the Facebooks. Okay. And this is from John Adams. He said, are the dump pouches designed to attach to a belt or molly rig? And we answered that. Yep. So molly or a belt. It just depends on how you attach it, your your mag pouches to your belt. Okay. Mm-hmm. So some mag pouches are attached with malice clips and you weave it in and out of molly. Some mag pouches have molly straps built into it. Um, the other option would be, and so you can use this. So this is, these are like, I think these are tech locks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are, uh, I think these are G code mag pouches. So you have like a, a tech lock system. You can still, any kind of uh, way that you quick attach system that you have on your mag pouches, if they have like screws that go through them, what you would do is you take off the, tech lock system or whatever plastic attaching system you would take it take the screws out take it off and then you would take the dump pouch and you basically want to sandwich it between the clip system and the mag pouch oh that was loud what happened business call was that you yeah uh sorry about that so that's fine you want to just sandwich the dump pouch between those clips and your mag pouch. Um, and if that takes, you want to try to line up the existing slits in the uh, squadron material and put your screws through those slits. But if you have to, you can tr- take a drill and drill holes in it and take a lighter, burn those holes so it doesn't fray, and, um, and then attach it that way. So if you have to modify the squadron to attach it behind your mag pouch, um, we're still going to give you a lifetime warranty that will not void your warranty. Um, just kind of, you know, be good about it, right? <laughs> be honest. Yeah. Be honest about it. Yeah. So this super adaptable They're, man. You, the, use your use your 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 mind, and if you have any, if you need any help figuring it out, give us a call, shoot us a DM, an email, and we'll help you through it. So this is from Giddy Up, and he says, why a dump pouch? Why do I need that in my life? Not trying to be sarcastic. Yep. Most oh, of talking it. lead is education for me. What do you mean most? Come on, son. All. <laughs> so a dump pouch, man, you want extra storage on your body. Um, you know, you can only carry so much stuff on your on your belt, your duty belt, your range belt, um, your battle belt, whatever you want to call it. So a dump pouch is used extra space, quick access, like uh, like Lefty said, so you can have quick access to stuff. Yeah. So Corey Brown, he says dump pouch, and, and I like our leadheads because they think outside, they think multiple uses. So this, okay. this guy's thinking outside the box. Dump pouches are yeah. This is on Instagram. Okay. That's Corey Brown. It says, dump pouches are amazing when in the outdoors, camping, bushcrafting, hunting, or just hiking because you can use it for storing uh, fire-starting materials you find along the way or just little treasures. 
great for the beach, picking up shells too. There you go. Yeah, perfect. My question is, is it waterproof to keep your tinder dry? Um, so, and then he has a, a follow-up question there oh, he does. as well. He said he sees that it has a drain hole. Um, so, um, would I consider not make, making without, when, without a drain hole? No. Um, but I would say that if you cinch it nice and closed and you wear the, the pouch on your side, rain's not going to get inside of it. So, it's going to be more resistant to rain and water rather than proof, but it does have a coating on this ripstop to not allow moisture to get inside. Yeah. Um, but the drain hole is there just in case you have it open or whatever. Um, but I, I like your thinking. I like uh, you, you're bringing it to bushcrafting and hunting and hiking. I like to do the same thing. So like I said before, you mm -hmm. can attach this with some one wrap material to your regular belt while you're hiking or bushcrafting. Yeah. Um, Excellent question there, Corey. Corey's been on fire lately with his questions. Yeah, Very like nice. he, he think he he sounds like he thinks a lot about it. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So good question there. I was thinking so I like on the on the drain hole. Just going back yeah. to that, you can mm -hmm. always he can always stuff something in there to cover yeah, he that could up. Plug it. You could plug that. Duct just tape. put some duct tape on it. <laughs> <laughs> duct tape does everything. The rednecks, yeah, we oh, think yeah. alike. That's fine. Yeah, I love it. All right, what so I like say? Uh, this question is really good. Jesse uh, Bedow. Bedow. Sure Bedow. Yeah. yeah. Jesse Bedow says, best position for the dump pouch. So that it goes into how it was designed and one of the benefits of the design of it being able to mount uh, underneath a mag pouch. So I see a lot of people doing it already. They're starting to get them. And they're going, and they're still putting them on their backside. And I'm like, come on, guys. Really, the best, <laughs> the way that you can really see the benefit of it is if you mount it on your side. Yeah. So that's going to be, what is that, your 9 o'clock position? Depends on if you're left-handed or right-handed. Yeah. Right, or your 3 o'clock position right on your side so you can look straight down inside of it get those things out that you've organized in there and then put them back because if you have it on your back side you're not going to be able to see in there and you're not going to be able to put it back in the pockets to keep organized mm -hmm. um so i would say those are the best positions and that's a great question there you go good job or you can put it wherever you want because it's yeah, sure it's versatile. America, yeah, America. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. There's one you've mentioned the kangaroo pouch. Put it right in the front. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, there was one about beer on here. It's like how many 12, 12 ounce cans? Oh, here it is, Jay, Jay mm. Edgar. How Hold many on. tactical twelve ounce cans can the dump pouch hold? Here we go. We're going to find out. One. These, these are technically energy drinks. Two. Three. I would probably say. So you get a sixer in there, couldn't you? Of 12 Probably, ounces? dude. I would say probably about at least a 12 pack oh 12 holy cow yeah dude there you i would go. say a 12 pack nah shit i don't know man <laughs> i was adding, i was adding ice in there too uh, oh you're adding the ice yeah i was throwing like, ice I in mean, there too 
I mean, there's three cans right there. Okay. And these are like energy drink Those cans, like the, too, so they're like taller. Six, 16 ounces or whatever? Yeah. I mean, at least eight. Let's say that. There you at go. Least eight. Or you get you one of those little pony packs, those little pony b- bottles. You get a lot. I'm going to have to test it out because a couple people have asked that. So let's, That would you know. be a good um, Instagram video. Yep. Or some beer. here, let's do this. Let's put it to the challenge of the leadheads. Go buy one and you tell us. Yeah. And I'll send you a free patch. There you go. All right. Next question. How well, and you talked about the G code earlier. How well does the dump pouch work with the G code soft scorpion with Molly clips? It works great, right? We just, just said that. Yeah, it should work great. Um, the grudge junkie on, asked that. He says Molly clips. I assume that he's talking about like the malice clips. They're like soft, hard plastic. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But yeah, it should work great. Uh, let's see. Sack Archer, which product are you most proud of innovation-wise and why? Um, I would I would say the dump pouch for sure. I mean, it's it has a ton of innovation, and I'm just I'm super excited about it right now, man. I'm just uh, super proud of it. I'm proud that I'm working with John on it. I'm proud, you know, he's proud of it. He's super excited about it. We're both just, you know, we're both. I'm proud just, for you because we is, believe in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is I appreciate like that. starting off with the ear pro with the lanyard thing. I mean, you you're actually again you're identifying you you're, you've got solutions to problems that exist, not ones that don't exist. That's well, and like it's not that. over yet, so and, and <laughs> you're just on product three, is what I'm. Yeah, so right, and we we have. I can't wait to see what else is coming from you guys. We need to sit down and, and talk. I've got ideas. Uh-huh, yeah. I like I like ideas. Uh, let's see. Ah, oh, here's a good one. So, how did you come up with the company name Flatline? This is Dragon Daddy, Flatline Fibrico. Um, I was I was sitting around hanging out with uh, uh sitting around hanging out, uh, drinking a beer, and uh, I texted my best friend and said, "Hey, man, I'm starting a business. This is what I'm doing," and he's really good with names, and he just starts boom, 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 firing them off to me. And uh, and he came up with it. My best friend came up with it. So I give okay. him credit, Brett Francisco. <laughs> there you go. But how'd you come up with Flatline? Uh, that's just that's just something he that he came up with. He just he said that. Yeah, he just um, nobody was dead or dying or. <laughs> well, I think or... Flatline uh, comes into the shooting portion of it. Um, the self-defense, the, that aspect of it. Right. Uh-huh. And then a uh, fiber co meaning fiber as in woven fiber materials, you know, like the fibers of nylon, you know, or the, the thread, you know? Yeah. So next question, Lewis Delgado 49, having the dump pouch below your mag carrier seems like a pretty slick idea. Since you'll already be familiar with reaching that area and not behind it like typical dump pouches are located. My question is, from a professional standpoint, what are the absolute necessities to have on a battle belt? Number of mag pouches, IFACs, tools, dump pouches, etc. Depends on what your profession is. 
Right. It's going to be mission specific. Um, you know, a lot of guys, most, you know, and it depends on if you're wearing a plate carrier, right? So you can put a lot of these things on your plate carrier mm-hmm. or you can put them on your belt. So I would say the m- most important thing, um, if it's not on your, on your plate carrier, um, would be your sidearm and then <laughs> yeah. medical. So, um, your sidearm medical, and then at least one rifle mag and at least one pistol mag. Um, and then your dump pouch. So your dump pouch is going to kind of come last because you need all those other things. But you, but I, I would most definitely have one, especially if you're, uh, if you want to carry a little bit of extra things and, and you can use your, your dump pouch to, to be flexible, yeah. you know, <laughs> Pierce Taylor on Facebook asked, would FFCO, Flatline Fiber Co., do a rail cover for a BRN-180? There are some out there, but seem quite pricey and often sold out. Mm. Um, I get that question uh, quite a bit, um, but I do not do rail covers. Sorry, guys. At this time. At this time, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe one day. Um, but you know, the reason that we don't make a million products again is is so we can keep up with demand and and get things to you guys in a reasonable amount of time. I think you should do a can uh, suppressor cover. Just saying. So my good friend at Coltac, Dustin, he owns a uh, a business called Coltac, and they make the best suppressor covers on the market. So. Okay. Um, go check them out. There you go. Give them a, sh- give them a shout out. <laughs> Good plug. I like that. Uh, and Aura Alpenap on Facebook, why is my 1775 asking for one of your slings and a matching dump pouch? Also, <laughs> because seven, it's right. <laughs> the 1775 is the Occam Defense. Uh, I got one you probably can't see. It's probably covered up. Uh, it's hanging up back there. Uh, the most awesome AK rifle ever. Hmm. Um, that sounds awesome. He said, also, what is your go-to belt you'd recommend, and are you looking at making your own down the road? Seems like it would be in your wheelhouse. Um, I get I get that question a lot, and I would, again, go to friends of mine in the industry, and that is bluealphabelts.com. They make the best belts. The They have the best warranty. They have the best customer service out there. Um, they have a really superior product to what's out there right now. Um, and no, I wouldn't consider to do that because I don't step on friends' toes. Perfect. So in response to Aura pointing out that he owns a 1775, Pierce says, F you question, why does Aura Alpenap like to brag every chance he gets that he has a 1775? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I I think I guess I need one of these things, huh? Oh yeah, we we I'll if I come this weekend I'll bring it. I'll uh Yeah, man. See if see if we can't hook up and I'll show it to you. But yeah. Occam Defense. Check them out. Occam Defense Solutions. They uh sponsors of the Talking Lead AK Corner. Good friend of mine, Brian Keeney, owner, operator, another you know, kinda like you. Started in this garage, had an idea. And you know he's building it from the ground up, and doing these look great, man. Doing a a great job at it. 
Check yeah, these look awesome. But uh, Pierce and, and, and Aura, I met them at Kalash Bash this year. Uh, they were there. We hung out, had a great time, enjoyed hanging out with those guys. Uh, but, yeah, they they like to bash on each other. I like it. <laughs> hey, man, we like to have a little fun, too, right? So oh, give yeah. each other crap from time to time. You got to call your buddies out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. Any any other questions you see there that you want to – you want to uh, let me let me look at it one more time. Let's see. If not, then we'll uh, we'll pick our winners here. Let's see. And let me make sure that somebody didn't make a post on that video that I did. So um, Rayo Shields asks uh-huh. a couple questions. He said, what inspired you to start your company? Um, I've always wanted to start my own business ever since I was, uh, I mean, I was, I don't know, man. I was like 10 years old in school, always, you know, selling candy, making things, selling stuff to people. I've been doing that my whole life. So I've always had that spirit. Natural born entrepreneur. Yeah. So uh, friends, I had friends that inspired me to do that. I was... uh, you know, wanted more out of life. I wanted freedom. I wanted true freedom. Um, so working for yourself is one one way to do that. So I hope that it inspires other people to um, to do the same thing. You know, you don't have to follow the norm of working for a giant corporation. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But if you feel the need to do something else, just do it. You know, don't like don't that. don't wait around on it. So. I appreciate that question. Then he says, uh, what do you feel sets your company apart? Um, high quality gear, made in America, lifetime warranty, free shipping, good customer service. And you believe in your um, product. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we you can we stand behind sincere, it. We believe yeah. in it. I like that. And then he says, are you doing mostly Molly attachment or are you going to offer something like Safariland quick attachment system? So this, it can actually, the dump pouch, if that's what you're talking about, I assume, uh, can be adapted to the Safariland QLS system. Um, you just have to drill holes through it and run your screws through it, uh, and it can absolutely do that. Um, Sean Heron from We Like Shooting did that with his system. Go check out his Instagram. He has a picture of it on there. Nice. So, good, good questions, man. Sean got one before I did? Man. Oh, what? Am, oh, no. I am butthurt. Uh, uh, Sean's my homie. He, uh, oh, Sean, I like Sean. Was, Sean has had one uh, since I've very, made the very first one. So, he's been testing it for a long time. Uh, Sean's good dude. We like, we like, we like shooting. They've, uh, they've kind of been around as long as we have almost. Those guys are awesome. They're all really good people. Oh, yeah. They have a good time. All right, let's pick winners. So what I want you to do now, and don't give me duplicates because more than one question doesn't get you multiple entries. So go down through the list there. Start from the first. Go down to the last on Instagram and uh, tell me the names. And as you go down, that's going to be one. The next one will be two. The next one will be three. Okay. All right. You ready? Yep. Uh, pew, pew, RN. Okay. Pew, pew. Uh, Sack Archer. 
Okay. Sack Archer is also Aura Alpinap, so. Okay. Uh, Giddy Up. Giddy Up. Okay. Jesse Badeau. Okay. Mustang Perry. Okay. The Grunge Junkie. Okay. Austin Whalen. Howdy, howdy, Austin. Okay. Brandon does nothing. <laughs> okay. Did we read his question? It says, how many goldfish does it take to fill the new dump pouch? <laughs> uh, probably at least uh, four of those little baggies. Yeah, if, if you keep them in the uh, bag. Right. Uh, Dragon Daddy. Okay. Dragon Daddy. He's number nine. Corey Brown. Corey Brown's number ten. Look at Dragon Daddy asking that again. Okay. And Brett Badeau. I'm assuming he's related to the other. And she actually is, and they're both amateur competition shooters. So. Oh, cool. They are prime candidates for your pouch. Yeah, I think we covered his question pretty good as well. Um, let's see. J. Edgar Paradox. Okay. Rayo Shields. Okay. Louis Delgado. And that's it. Last one was a repeat. Okay. Uh, and then on Facebook, we've got Pierce Taylor, John Adams, and then Aura's on here, and we already got him on. Make sure I don't miss anybody. Yep. All right. So, 1 through 16, I'm going to do a random number generator here. And I'm going to put it on the video screen so everybody can see. Random number generator. Boom. And I'll pick the uh, one from calculator.net. It's the very first one that comes up. So I'm going to click that. Let's share my screen. And we're doing two, right? Two. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to a sling, a dump pouch to two lucky listeners here. This is awesome. And then we got another announcement to make after this. Is my screen sharing? Uh, I it is now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we've got one, two. What did I say? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yep. All right. Here we go. It's going to generate result five. So one, two, three, four, five. Mustang Perry. That's our first winner. Awesome. Mustang Perry. So Mustang, you know the routine. Shoot me an email, talkinglet@gmail.com, uh, with what you want, and I guess color preference. They get to pick their colors. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, there we go. All right, let's do it again. Generate sixteen. Sixteen was John Adams. So there's our winners. So John and Mustang Perry, shoot me an email, talking at gmail.com. Let me know what you won, 
And then also let me know which colors you want in the slings and the duck pouches. You can go to flatlinefiberco.com and check out your selections there. And for all of the use, all you listeners who didn't win, go to flatlinefiberco.com. If you want one of these, you can get them now. Um, if, what is today? The 18th. So what's Saturday? The 20th. The 20th. So if you hurry, and it depends on if I release the show in time, <laughs> uh, you can get them for $55. Plus you can use the Leadhead discount code, get an additional 10% off. Uh, if not, you can still use the discount Leadhead. You get 10% off anything on their website. So make sure you guys go and do that. Again, great Christmas presents. Appreciate all you Leadheads taking part uh, in uh, in the questions there. And I'm sorry yeah, for the late it. sorry for the late post. I should have given you a little more time, guys, but uh, I, I was a little behind. Sorry, that was my bad. So what we're doing? So if you didn't win this time, again, you go and you can you can buy them, get them in time for Christmas. We're doing another giveaway, and uh, I did an announcement on the live video today. We've talked about it on the AK Corner. I guess we actually did announce it on the AK Corner, too. We're giving away an IWI US Galil Ace. And I'm pretty sure that's going to be in a pistol configuration. It's going to be the 5.56 version. And Mission First Tactical is going to be involved. Enforce is going to be involved. Lockdown, Seal One. There may be an ammo company, there may be a knife company. They've, they've got to get back to me to give me a definite confirmation. But Flatline is definitely going to be involved. Absolutely. So, so there's another opportunity to get a sling and a dump pouch in that giveaway. Are we doing EarPro on that too? Yeah, we can do that. And if, if, it has a, uh, if it has a brace on it, we can throw a brace strap in there too. I don't know what kind of brace strap or oh, brace sweet. it's going to come with, but we can make something happen hopefully. Okay, very cool. Uh, he's going to let you pick your your colors on that too, uh, but it's a IWI Galil Ace five five six pistol configuration. Mission First Tactical is going to do. Let me stop sharing my screen here. Screen share. Uh, their magazines, their custom magazines. Uh, I have some here. They're all in my duty belt. So 30-round magazines, I don't know how many they're going to put in. They're going to put in like four or five magazines, and we're going to have a custom design on these. And I'm going to tell, remind me to tell you what it is when we get off air, but uh, yeah, come up with a cool, awesome. a cool thing. for And think Christmas, guys. Think Christmas. It's going to be kind of a Christmas theme. Um, they're doing bags now. Let me grab their bag. Mission First Tactical is doing bags now. Uh, they've got these, oh, cool. these little smaller kind of EDC bags, uh, lots of room, different colors. They've got like the bigger three-day packs, and they're doing rifle cases. So they're going to include one of the rifle cases. I think they might include one of these bags also. They're being very generous. Uh, and our dump trays. So you guys are familiar with the dump trays. Got them down here. I use them as armorer's trays. These are great armorer's trays as well. Um, Very cool. But we're going to have a all the companies that take part, we're going to put their logos on the dump tray. So there'll be a dump tray, 
um, that goes to the winner. And all this goes to one person. One person oh, gets, wow. gets all this. Um, Enforce is going to do one of their their uh, weapons lights. I've got one mounted here on my uh, AK shorty. So they're going to include that. Lockdown is also being very generous. Um, and I'll have to look at the thing, but uh, they're going to have one of their pucks, which we had Rennell on a couple of episodes back. Make sure you guys go back and and check out that episode. But one of their uh, their pucks, this is a security device that you put on your safe, and it alerts your phone if there's been any tampering or, or anything like that, if there's temperature change, if there's humidity change. Um, very cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's a very cool device. It's setting my phone off right now because I'm moving it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, so that you said that that's meant to go in your safe, right? The that's, the the whole point is, yeah, it's meant to go in your safe, and it's a it's a early warning detection system. So it lets you know awesome. if somebody's tampering, and you can set the sensitivity level on it, uh, and then of course humidity, temperature, it'll alert you for several different. Uh, notifications that you can set up with it and it's all through an app that you put on your phone so uh, if you're out of town i'm I'm thinking uh i'm thinking see if the kids are in there snooping around trying to get in the the safe or something man absolutely absolutely it'll it'll send you a notice on your phone uh, and it's even got an alarm that you can set on it too as a deterrent so if you want to put the alarm on there um if it if it's a certain amount of vibration or if it's a certain amount of movement, uh, it'll detect that as well. But very cool I'm going to have to pick one of those up. That's awesome. They've got the hottest shelves that you can mount on your walls and have a little drop down for your guns and ammo uh, from around your house. I think they're going to include one of those. Mm -hmm. Um, Possibly these magnets. I've got these magnets that they have to, you can uh, store or hang your weapons on. Uh, You just mount those to your wall you could put it under your desk here and have your gun there uh and they did so i've got one right here so very very cool strong for that and then these are are we showing guns now is that what we're doing you want to show some guns is that we're doing like that this is my custom uh 23 that i did ah right on very cool Heck yeah. Got the slide cut there with the uh, the sword. Uh, nice. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's got a shield on it too. Dragon that's scale. Awesome. I got a shield up top. Very cool. And then I got my Masonic cross right there. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're showing that off. Uh, what else? Uh, I think some silica. Um. Oh, and a trigger lock. They're going to do a trigger lock. Oh, look at there. Yeah, I got the company logo. I like that. I got mine back there on the... Oh, yeah, on the uh, back plate? Yeah, on the back plate. Yeah, I love this thing. This is my EDC. I like it. I like it. My EDC is in my belt right here. I put it in my belt. I got the... Gen 5 Glock, the Enforce light, extended threaded barrel. 
and I've got uh, this stuff I'm trying out. I can't remember what company makes this, but it's like an adhesive you put over and it gives you that extra grip. Oh, gotcha. I can't remember the name of that company. Lefty, you got to get on the Red Dot game, ah. man. What's up, dude? Uh, what is going on, bro? That's just, you you got to... Uh, that's just more shit on. that gets in my way. <laughs> dude. Oh, come on. You haven't... Come on. You got you to gotta get a Red Dot pistol. I'll, you don't have one? I'll take you on any day. My iron's against <laughs> your Red Dot. Let's when, go, man. Whenever you're ready. I'll Let's go. It. All right. I'm Let's coming. Go. I'm coming this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so that giveaway is going to be awesome uh, as we're chasing squirrels there. Um, that's going to start probably as you're hearing this. It's going to be a gleam type giveaway. The more uh, that you go and like and subscribe to people's links that we put on there, the more entries that you're going to get. Uh, it's going to be a great giveaway. One person, like I said, and we're going to run it till the end of December. So it's the Talking Land and Friends Galil Christmas giveaway. I don't know what we're going to call it, but I'll make the announcements. And there may be some other things between now and then that pop up in the giveaway too. But uh, right now, that's what we've got locked in. Seal One uh, is going to do their awesome cleaning kits, their CLP cleaning kits. Um and then I think I talked about everybody else, and the Flatline's going to put their their little. You're going to get the trio, man. You get the trifecta, Flatline. I love it. Yep. Everything we can give you. There you go. So it's going to be an awesome giveaway, and I look forward to doing this. It's going to be fun. So that brings us because I didn't get to do it last time with you. Okay. So, Chad, how did you or can you remember your first exposure to shooting a gun? Uh, let's see. Being in Georgia is probably when you came out of your mama's womb. Yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty early on, to be honest with you. But my my dad was never into guns, uh, but so I was I was exposed to firearms probably uh, through uh, hanging out with friends and uh, shooting uh, shooting with my best friend growing up, uh, shooting cans. And uh, the first memory would probably be shooting uh, shooting the straw off of a Wendy's cup with a twenty two. Ah, uh, look at you. Trying to do that out in the yard with a buddy of mine. And were you successful? No, oh, absolutely. <laughs> How close did you have to get? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I think, I mean, we were using irons, man, but you yeah, know, yeah, we were yeah. like 50 yards or something like that. Very cool. And what was the first firearm that you purchased yourself? Uh, M&P, Smith & Wesson M&P 40 caliber. Okay. 40 Smith and Wesson. <laughs> 40 Smith and Wesson. Yeah. Hey, I'm a 40 guy. I'm not ashamed. Okay. I'll say right to hell man. with all those guys that bash the 40 around. They're just, you know. So you will outshoot somebody with a 9 millimeter with irons and a 40 Smith and Wesson. Well, this is a this is a 9. Okay. <laughs> this is a 9. But this is a this is a 40. Okay. But yeah, I'll outshoot you with this gun, with the 40, and you're against your nine. 
<laughs> I mean, what's what's the difference? What's what's the caliber got to do with the shooter? Uh, it, no, you're right. I mean, it, it is. If you train and you shoot good, then it the, then the caliber doesn't matter. The firearm doesn't matter. That is that is true. Yeah, yeah. I just rather have more bullets. There's probably <laughs> people that have high points that could outshoot me. So, <laughs> wow. You know, yeah, that is true, man. That yeah. is true. All right, next question, and and you said you don't have any law enforcement or military background. You're you're a civvy just like me, right? Um, do you any family members involved with the military? Law oh yeah, absolutely. My yeah. both of my grandfather. Well, actually, let's see. Um, uh, I'm, my grand two grandfathers were in World War Two, of course. Uh, one of them was a P fifty one Mustang uh, oh, instructor, cool. pilot instructor. Um, the other one flew in, um, he was a flight engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, my other grandfather was in the Navy. Um, yeah, so there's, there's military, not directly. My father was not in the military sure. or in law enforcement or anything like that. No, yeah. but, uh, a lot of friends in the military and Absolutely. in law enforcement, of course. Absolutely. When it comes to pop culture. What is your go-to that's firearms-related, uh, whether it's a movie, a TV show, um, a book, video game? Not many songs, but there, you know, there's, there's, there's songs, too. Man, I wish I would have been prepared for this. <laughs> or YouTube, or YouTube channel, you know. That, um, that comes okay. into pop culture these days. Instagram. What's your go-to is like you, you find yourself visiting this or watching this more often than, than not. Um, you know, currently, um, definitely, uh, man, definitely YouTube. I would say I would go to, uh, but I can't, uh, someone specific, uh-huh. um, I'm a big fan of what uh, Warrior Putt Society is doing over there. They're Georgia boys as well. I mean, you, there you go. ton of great content, uh, wholesome content. If you join their Warrior Putt Society network, it's really cool. Um, I'm trying to think of movies. I, I love movies, but uh, I'm what's your not, like uh, go-to favorite movie of all time? Doesn't have to be firearms related. What's just your Star Wars? Ooh, yeah. You, you're a Star, Star Wars, Wars fan, okay? Yeah, I'm you? not a Star Wars nerd yeah. because I can't name off all the all the characters and where they're from and the size of their planets and all kinds of <laughs> stuff like that. But I, I love Star Wars. I've seen all of the movies you multiple like times, even Episode One. I don't really care what you think about that. I watch the crap out of it, man. I'm yeah. just a fan. Yeah, there you go. I am too. I like Star Wars too. I'm a. I mean, I'm a. I'm a fan of movies, and I'm not super critical about them. They don't have to be. Uh, they don't have to be like a book, like they were in the book or whatever. I'm yeah. just a fan of, so, of movies. So I, I, if you like Star Wars, I bet you like The Matrix. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So The Matrix is a perfect example for a, uh, a pop culture gun movie that I like to watch. Yeah. Yeah. If I want to see guns and shooting, I'm going to watch The Matrix or uh, John Wick. John Wick. However, <laughs> however people feel about how corny or whatever i don't care man i like oh, i don't movies. either i don't either 
Like, oh, uh, I love John Wick. I think it's freaking awesome. Yeah. It's Keanu really Reeves is cool, it seems like, too. So. Well, there's a new Matrix coming out. I don't know if you've seen Oh, it. really? Yeah, there's a new one coming out. Like, Dang, I did not like know Like around that. Christmas or sometime, I think. Yeah. Mm. It looks like it's going to be pretty good, too. Can't pretty wait cool. for that. All right, next question. Um, what is your next gotta have, wanna have, whether it's a, a gun, a piece of kit? Um, what's your um, next? So as soon as you get the, the, the cash for it, you're going to go out and get it. Right, so I'm working on that right now. It's going to be a Cobalt Kinetics AR-15. Oh, those are um, badass. I love those. I haven't decided if um, – so they're they're doing a brand restructure right now. They're going from, like, race guns to more duty-use guns, hard-use guns. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm very happy with my current uh, go-to 11.5 AR, but they're – I've, I've shot a 12.5 Cobalt Kinetics rifle, um, and it is the smoothest AR that I've ever put in my hands. It the, the bolt, everything is just super clean and smooth. It's very accurate, and the recoil is just like, man, it's, a, it's amazing. Um, yeah. So those, those guys are making big moves over there. They're scooping up all the talent all over the industry, and they're trying to create something really cool, and I want to support that. So That's I cool. definitely want to get one of their rifles, and it might be in 6-millimeter arc. You will have to reintroduce me to the gang at Cobalt's. They used to be a sponsor, one of our sponsors. Okay. Uh, but that's been several, several years ago, and okay. I lost touch with uh, whoever the guy was that was over him. I mean, he's long gone by now, but. Um, so the new owner always is, uh, always loved is, what they were doing because they're very innovative over there. They are. So the guy, the new owner is a guy named Aaron, and uh, super nice guy, and he is actually from Georgia. <laughs> ah, okay. Went from from Georgia, Utah. Yeah, man. Georgia, yep. to Utah. That's a big move. Mm-hmm. So laws be damned, money be damned. Oh, what would you own? What would I own? Mm-hmm. Um, a freaking minigun. Okay. Which, I mean, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I would really like a freaking a mini. Like the the Ben Affleck and the accountant, he had that freaking uh, <laughs> minigun that could pull out of the corner of the garage. Yeah, it mounted you know? in the garage. <laughs> yeah, like I would put it on something like that, like a big movable arm so I could just like float it around everywhere. Why not just get an A10 Warthog? <sighs> because I'm not a pilot. Well, <laughs> your granddad <Right>? is. Hey, <laughs> your granddad is. <laughs> right, but an A uh an A10 Warthog, yeah, 100%. I'm a I'm a big fan of those aircraft too, man. They're freaking flying tanks. Oh yeah. So, definitely. They're awesome. I did say laws be damn, money be damn. I guess I guess I should say skills be damn too. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, you probably should. If I got the uh, money, I'm going to pay somebody to learn, you know, teach me how to fly one too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want a tank as well, you know? Do you believe oh. in UFOs and ghosts? Uh, yeah. Yes. Bigfoot. No. 
Okay. You believe in UFOs, but you don't believe in Bigfoot. Correct. And what about ghost? Yes. You believe in ghost, but not Bigfoot. That's yes, that's, that's odd. correct. That's odd. Okay. I mean, because like are we using Bigfoot as an actual thing that has existed for and lived and is still alive or like is he having children and mating and all this kind of crap and there's like a a bunch of these things running around well, just, big big feet just Bigfoot yeah Bigfoot in general Sasquatch the Yeti yeah nah man I don't I don't know dude no no um no would you go on a because, Bigfoot hunt yeah hell yeah because yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm down for crazy shit like that um <laughs> But yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know, man. I just think that they're supposed to live like in America. They're supposed to live in North America and uh, nobody's captured one. Nobody's killed one. Nobody has They've been like, gotten s- decent footage or photos of this thing. They've been nah, reported man. all over, all over the, the world. Not just, nah, not just. So what about UFOs? There's not ever been any pictures or anything of UFOs. Oh, there's a ton of stuff like that. I mean, it's it's very then the UFOs is more or less my belief that uh, you can't tell me that God just created one species, yeah, and put us on this planet and the size of the the universe. Um, you know what's you can't tell me that there's not some other beings out there, man. You know. Okay. So that's the way I look at it, and like, so you believe in Bigfoot. that, but you don't believe in Bigfoot. Okay. Yeah, Bigfoot. You should. Somebody should have already captured one. Somebody should have already one. captured an alien too, and a UFO. Oh yes, the, of course they have. Of course they have. But there's never been pictures or proof. Go- government. There's cover been pictures up. of of Bigfoot. Yeah, but I'm not saying that aliens are living here with us right now. I got you. I that's got what you. the Bigfoot thing is. They're saying they're living in the North America. Bigfoot could be an alien. Maybe he's got some but predator stealth technology. He's walking around without shoes on and ain't got no clothes on and stuff, man. Throwing rocks and hooting and hollering. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're cool. That would be cool if he was predator. That would be awesome. And and I and I have the same belief that you do. I do believe that there are other uh, race or not race, but beings it's other than ourselves. Has to be. Because I'm the same opinion. I mean, with this much uh, universe, galaxy, whatever, whatever the biggest infinity is, right? Uh, there's got to be something. There's got to be another intelligent life out there. Have they mm. reached um, our world yet? No. I don't think You don't so. think they've made it to us yet? No. I don't think they have. Oh, man. I don't. But And, and I don't believe in Bigfoot, but I want to. Mm. Does that make sense? I'm with you, man. I don't believe in him at all, but I want to, and I want to go on a Bigfoot. I don't want to shoot him. I don't want to go on like a hunt to kill him. I want to go on a hunt to find him. And like I mean, you could said, we ca- with, could we capture him? Could we shoot a net at him or something? Well, I mean, we could, you could trank him or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, trank him, throw a net over him, capture him. Yeah. Like send him off for testing and stuff. Well, I don't know that I would do that. <laughs> I mean, that's what's going to happen. But, I mean, it's for science, man. It's for science. We cut him up for science, yeah. Uh, and I, just I didn't tell. say we'd cut him up. Come on, man. Well, that's what science is going to do. They're going to dissect him. They have to. Do you know that they actually, in order to, to like, 
prove that there's another species or they have to have one that they can dissect and, and do all that to. Yeah. That's like a, a prerequisite. I, I get it. All right, last question. That was a fun one. And then you're the first per- person I've done that one on, too, by the way. Oh, really? I just I like tested it. out the UFO one with you. I like that question, man. Because I, 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 I love to hear what people have to say about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to be in my normal line of questioning. Awesome. All right, if you could spend the day at the range with anyone or any group of people, be they alive, dead, or fictional, who and why? You know, you're going to be disappointed in this answer. Probably I just won't. know it. I probably won't. But um, I don't know, man. Just my friends and family. Because I don't really – I try not to anyway hold anybody else in like a super high regard or anything like that. I have respect mm-hmm. for people, but I'm not like a super fan of anybody. So I don't really – Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, think about the question. It could be – they could – it could be somebody that's passed away that you could bring back and you could spend the day at the range with them. Or it could be a okay. fictional – a fictional character that you could bring yeah. to the range with you. I mean, I would definitely – you know, go back and, and shoot with my grandfather or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, there you go. Yeah. Go, go squirrel hunting with him or something like that. You know? Yeah. yeah. But all your uh, friends would, and family can be there too. While these people yeah. come to the range. So yeah, notice I didn't yeah, put a def- limit. I didn't put a limit on how many people could be there. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, definitely in general friends and family, uh, grandfather or something like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That would be, uh, that would be fun. Cool. Well, there you go, man. You made it through an entire episode of the Talking Lead podcast. We took care of jack wagons. We honored some heroes. We busted myths. And you survived the new guy question. So congratulations, Chad. Awesome. Appreciate it, man. You made it through. So, Loved it. Loved so, it. Leadheads, again, go check Chad out. They've got the YouTube channel, Flatline Fiber Co. they got their website, which I'm sure you've got links to everything on your website, right? To the social meds and, and all that. Right, yeah. So uh, Flatline Fiber Co. on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, flatlinefiberco.com. Uh, we're going to be putting out more content on YouTube, uh, more tutorials, more just general discussion or overviews uh, of our products going in detail. And if you guys can do us a favor, if you buy our products, uh, let us know what you think. We want to hear your feedback. We welcome your feedback, your suggestions, whatever you want to say. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm going to be the one that answers that. My wife is the one that's going to answer the emails, so be nice. But uh, if you like what we're doing, guys, please go on the website and leave a review. There you I go. mean, it you know it that goes a long way and it what it does it's going to help us sell more products and it's going to help our business so it might might just take you you know two minutes but we are gonna we super we we really appreciate it so if you could do that for us that'd be awesome yeah and and that goes for as i was saying earlier too guys with the the social meds uh go and tell your friends about flatline fiberco tell them about chad you know, let them know what a great guy he is, what a great company they are, the awesome things that they're doing. Because like you said, if you like the products, share it, tell people they're going to buy it. That's only going to make their products and their company bigger and stronger. It's going to make right. it's gonna make us as a country stronger. So 
get behind these guys. They're awesome. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the dump pouch and the, the, the ear pro, and I'm looking forward to you lead heads hearing what you've got to say about it. So if you have the, the time again, like he said, go leave them feedback. Um, and then you winners, I want to see this stuff posted on social meds and tag flat flatline tag us. Uh, and we'll share that out also. So, you know, it's all about us helping each other. That's how this podcast has grown and been around for as long as it has is through the grassroots. It had nothing to do with any advertising campaign or anything that I've done. It's through you leadheads, word of mouth, and that's where it's at, and that's what we we greatly appreciate and, and thrive on, and that's why I give back. That's why our listeners, or I'm sorry, our guests, our sponsors, they give back to you. There's no other podcast that gives back more to their listeners than, than Talking Lead. There's not one. You name me one, I dare you. Throw over the years all the things that we've given back to, to our listeners and not ask anything in return. Never charge a penny. Never charge their listeners a penny, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And like I said, we've got more coming up. So the Galil giveaway, it's going to be awesome. Be looking for that. Go and show all our other sponsors support Mission First Tactical. Use the code LEADHEAD. You're going to get 20% off at Mission First Tactical. That's any of their products there. The bags aren't on their website yet. I think you can only get their bags at Academy right now. Yeah, um, I've actually seen them at Academy. I wanted to say that. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I have seen them at Academy already. Yeah. So they're out. They're, they've got them out there. They're in the stores. Seal one. Use the code LEADHEAD at SEAL1.com. You're going to get 25% off any of the products there at SEAL1. So for all your gun cleaning uh, needs, it's SEAL1 and done. And I can attest to that. It's very great for keeping the corrosion and, and rust off your guns. And then when you go to clean them, it makes it that much easier if you've uh, done the, the SEAL1 coating on those. Nemo Arms, you use the code TL10, you're going to get 10% off any of their products there, their, their guns, their cans, that applies to that also. So you can go get their cans, get 10% off, you can buy one of their rifles, one of their pistols, one of their shotguns. Heirloom quality shotguns they have there at Nemo Arms. Very high quality ARs and shotguns and pistols and cans. Factory 47 for our AK Corner Apparel. You can go to Factory 47 with a K-F-A-K-T-R-Y 47. Leadhead is the code there. You seeing a pattern here? Yeah, <laughs> I do. I like it. Keep it Keep it the same. 10% off Factory 47. And then 1776 United, which we had James on not too long ago there. Talking Lead, he had to make it different. So use code Talking Lead. Oh, man. James, <laughs> come on, dude. Damn it, James. Get with the program, dude. 20% off. At 1776 United, uh, go get our classic logos, as you see behind me. Uh, and then, of course, our good buddies at Occam Defense, uh, Occam Lube. You can use the code LEADHEAD, all caps, at Occam Lube, and you're going to get 10% off there. And make sure you go show Caltech some love. They've been behind the show almost from the beginning in some form or fashion, been sponsoring us. Uh, definitely friends of the show. We were going to be set up there at NRA. Of course, NRA was canceled. 
but hopefully we might be working something out, I don't know, with them or maybe another company for SHOT Show coming up. But they're having a sale right now. This is a typical time of year where everybody has like their Black Friday end-of-year sales. Uh, right. Caltech, you can go to their website, and, and they're having some sales um, in their uh, their store there. Of course, it's not their guns. You can't buy the guns directly from Caltech. Um, but go check out that P50. It's awesome. That 5.7. Have you seen the 5.7 by 28 that they've got, the P50? Um, I can't say that I have, but uh, I like Caltech is always trying to do something a little bit different than everybody else. Innovative, uh, man. Innovative. Yeah, I, 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 I'm a fan of Caltech. I like their stuff, man. Yeah, very good. So go check them out, too. And then, of course, our new friend, and we'll call him a sponsor. He's a sponsor. He's sponsoring you Leadheads. We're giving you awesome prizes uh, yeah, and man. discounts. Flatline Fiber Co., good buddy Chad Smith, down there in Georgia, doing the Lord's work. Making slings the way you want them made, making the ear pro covers the way you want them made, and now you didn't even know it, but he's improved on the dump pouch. So go check them out. Appreciate it, man. So leadheads, that does it for another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. If I don't uh, have one out before Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to all you leadheads. Eat a lot of turkey, uh, but we definitely will be back before Christmas because I'm going to make this announcement for our giveaway. So be watching on the social meds. Watching like a hawk, because I'm going to make that announcement in the next few days here. But until then, as always, Leadheads, keep your loved ones close and your farms closer. And nice and tight with a flatline fiber coast sling. Your choice of color. There we go, yeah. (laughs) 